Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Ah, crap! I almost forgot! Hey. Oh, I was saving it for a good time. What is it? Big Chief. The best. This is Dirt and Sprague. Hey, check this out. Blue Garrick's pants. Not a bad fit. Hey, you don't think that nerve disease of his was contagious, do you? Better take him off. I'm too important to this team. Big Stein can't be flopping and twitching. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Let's have a smell, all right? Ooh, wafting, wafting. Oh, everyone likes their own brand, don't they? This is magic. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. Those goofy bastards are just about the best thing I've got going in this crazy world. The Fan. All right, welcome back in. Hour number two, Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan, the Odyssey app, and YouTube.com slash 1080 The Fan. If you missed the first hour of the show, you can always catch it at 1080TheFan.com, what we like to call the Service Patriots podcast section. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash The Fan. You can reach the show at the Vancouver Ford text line 503 563-6326. 864-6326. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them for more info at VancouverFord.com. I want to give a quick reminder. We have a lot of things to get into here in hour number two. Uh, that you can head to 1080thevan.com right now because we invite you to play in our first ever Fan Winter Golf Classic. It's going to be out at X-Golf Tualatin and Vancouver on Tuesday Uh, February 27th, you can sign your threesome up now, and you can choose from either the noon round or the 4 p.m. round at either X-Golf location. Uh, Danny Dusty will be live. Isaac Atsuk will be live at both locations. Uh, Dusty and Danny, or Danny and Dusty, excuse me, will be at the Vancouver one, Isaac Atsuk, in Tualatin. And the winning threesome will win a free foursome at our 10th annual Fan Golf Classic in the summer. And the last place threesome gets free lessons at X Golf. Go to 1080thefan.com for more info and to sign your threesome up now. I believe there are narratives in sports that people are creating just so they can argue and yell about them. And I'm not sure that they're real. I'll tell you what that's about at 7.15. Okay. Uh, I want to get to a check-in with one of the losing teams of Conference Championship Weekend. I think you're more concerned about them than I am. Okay, I'm at least get that feel. Uh, all right. Well, we can talk about that at the bottom of the hour. What job is better, the Washington Commanders or the Seattle Seahawks? Because it appears it's down to those two options for Mike McDonald or Ben Johnson, the OC from the Lions. Yeah, we'll dive into that at seven forty-five. And Brady Henderson will join us an hour from now. He covers the Seahawks, so maybe he can get give, give us his read on do they lean defense? You know, McDonald. 
he he's done well against these Shanahan offenses. That seems to be what the big buzz is with him. And Ben Johnson, we've seen what he's done with uh, Jared Goff and the Detroit offense. So we'll talk with Brady at 8 if any of that news breaks. I don't know if we'll have Brady, but we'll react to it. We'll talk about it and get to it. And the mail sack at 8.15. So any and all questions you want to ask, anything is on the table. Uh, by the way, for note, for show purposes, I finally did my first cold plunge last night. How'd it go? Awful. Have you ever done a cold plunge? No. Oh, it's just the worst. But I felt amazing afterwards. Other than like a great cold river on a hot, hot, hot summer day. Sure. But imagine you do a great cold river on a cold winter's night. No, not for me. Uh, Me and my 12-year-old. I convinced her to do it. She wanted to go first, and she did it. I give her a lot of credit for that. She was pretty amazing at it. Uh, And then I got to go after her, and yeah, it's awful in the moment. But once Mm. you get out of it, you feel so good. Um. You know, something we didn't address enough, I thought, on the show yesterday because, well, there was so much. Like, how are you really going to be able to get to all of it? Travis Kelsey made history. He did. He became the all-time postseason uh, postseason leader. In receptions? In receptions. He passed yeah. Jerry Rice. He needed six passes. He broke that at halftime. And now Travis Kelsey, when you look at the record book swag, it won't be Jerry Rice's name at the top of a catching record. It's going to be Travis Kelsey. And I told you we were going to talk about this. I can already see your body language on the YouTube stream. <laughs> you have an interesting response to this. Can you name one iconic catch in his postseason run? So I'm trying to think of the top of my head. You asked me this earlier, and I didn't come up with one, but I can think of iconic games. I mean, wouldn't you say the Baltimore game on Sunday was an iconic game? Yeah. He's 34. Everybody wrote him off this year. He's got the Taylor Swift stuff surrounding his name. And he came through in a monster way. What do you have at that? Nine catches for like 120 yeah. yards? What did he finish up with? 12 for like a buck 30 or something? Uh, he finished with, I had it just right here. Man, I had it. 11 receptions for 116. Uh, that's tied for his second most catches this season. And his third best yardage output. Yeah. I just, I mean, when we think about receiver, postseason receivers, um, you know, you're thinking about individual catches. You're Julian thinking Edelman, of iconic. David Tyree. What's yours with Rice? Well, the most iconic 49er. There's two postseason catches, and they weren't him. It's Dwight Clark to get to a Super Bowl, and then John Jonathan Taylor. Taylor to beat the Bengals. Yep. Um, and so I wasn't the giant Niners fan. No, you hated the Niners. That's okay. Yes. But you, um, but you can recognize. But yeah, right. Like, oh man. <laughs> I mean, they tore the year they torched the Broncos. Yeah, just absolutely bludgeoned them. Yeah. It monster game in there. It had a one. monster game. So that for you, it's not so much a catch. So if you with want Rice. to talk about one one receiver for me in my lifetime that I associate with the Super Bowl, it's actually Lynn Swan. Because of the diving catch against Dallas? The Cowboys, yeah. See, you're going iconic catches, but we're talking about all time greatness here. I'm gonna give you these numbers, and I don't know if these will surprise you or if you just go, okay, sounds about right. But I saw this and I know. Everybody knows how good Kelsey's been with Mahomes. Yeah. Travis Kelsey now has played an equivalent. This is from Christian uh, Goominger on Twitter. 
Travis Kelsey has played the equivalent of a regular season now with Mahomes in the playoffs. They have played 17 games together. He has 133 catches, 1,516 receiving yards, and 18 touchdowns. Those are his playoff numbers with Patrick Mahomes swag. 133 catches, over 1,500 yards, and 18 touchdowns. I don't know if you're coming up with an iconic catch for Jerry Rice, but what I would say is Jerry Rice's big staple, consistency being great. Isn't that what Travis Kelsey's been? Yeah. He plays a different position. He obviously plays it a different way than Jerry Rice did. But he's in the midst of being hated right now by some people in America because of the Taylor oh, Swift stuff. I, and I let all that go. No, but I think it's part of the conversation with him. Of like Him and Mahomes are now the duo. You know that, right? Yeah. When we think of all-time playoff duos, it's going to be Mahomes and Kelsey. Once upon a time, dad's in America. I grew up with this. My stepdad didn't play football much. He wasn't an athlete. But once in a while, he'd throw me the football. He would always say, Montana to Rice. Yep. And that that was a staple. Even when Young played, I think, more than with Jerry Rice than Montana did, it was still Montana to Rice. It's going to be for a lot of younger kids. It's going to be Mahomes to Kelsey. It might be that now, especially for people in yeah. Kansas City. Brady to Gronk. Bra- yeah, I don't know. And that's crazy because that's another all-time duo. But you're finding like little ways to not give Kelsey his due when the numbers just simply say he's been more amazing than anybody in the postseason. Yeah, I just... I... I don't know. There's, I don't remember anything. I mean, but I, you didn't were, give me anything with Rice. You gave me a beatdown, but that was a team yeah. beatdown. The defense undressed Elway as much as the offense did. You didn't give me an iconic catch. You can certainly say on the drive that John Taylor beat the Bengals, he had like three, I think three pivotal catches, and he's a master route runner. His yep. speed wasn't amazing, but Jerry yep. Rice was football fast. He could run a route enough to give himself separation, and he was just fast enough oh, yeah. to end up scoring on those. He didn't have an iconic catch. I don't know if iconic catch is necessarily the recipe here. It's how you view greatness. And it's weird to say, but I think Kelsey's kind of flown under the radar, and I was surprised to see how many people were su- were surprised themselves to see that he passed Jerry Rice in that category because Rice is tied so much greatness yeah. with being the best at his position and being so successful in the postseason. I just, I don't know that that's one of those records that just resonates. You're like, Oh, okay. Well, sure. He's played in a ton of games. He's oh. always, you know, he's been available. See what's surprising to hear that for me from you is I just think any record with Jerry Rice being broken is shocking. Yeah, well, because he owns so many. Yeah, they didn't have as many as many rounds of playoffs back then. Certainly, the wild, the extra wild. Oh, I mean, but he hasn't had that that long. It's like baseball postseason records now, and oh, he's the all-time you know hit or home run leader in postseasons. Well, the old World Series was you you won your league and you were in the World Series. So the only postseason records that actually matter are the World Series records. Doesn't his doesn't his numbers at the position he plays make it more impressive or not? Um, no, I think, I think you're starting to group tight ends and wide receiver, you know, pass catchers and the, you know, he's the, he's the number one target for Mahomes. So you're comping this now Tyree kill was before, but 
So the well, games, I don't know the if games... Tyreek Hill really was. I think it's kind of always been Kelsey. Hill, Hill was just like a, an amazing yeah, he was the home run hitter. Yeah, he yeah. was the big play guy, and Kelsey's kind of been a staple eight to ten yard guy. But I, it's more just a function of how the game is played now. Man, I I don't think as you know he's getting all the media coverage for almost non football reasons. It's it is funny to hear this like you're comping it to baseball. Well, this is different, and this is different. And I think you appreciate what he's done, but it's almost in a way, it's like it's still not really fully acknowledging he's been better in the playoffs than any other pass catcher. Even with the extra game, even with a slightly changed league, he is he's at the top of that now, and it's still like, well, it's still Rice. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. He almost can't win, I no, think, in a lot of people's minds. But he's already won. Well, obviously. He's he's winning life. He's number one podcast. He's got Taylor he's on Swift. Every da- he was on every damn commercial. He was <laughs> during that AFC title. Game. His thing with Swift is bothering people so much that you have former dropped out presidential candidates suggesting out loud <laughs> that they're going to write them to the Super Bowl win. That the script's been written. He's going to win because they want Taylor Swift to be on the field celebrating the Lombardi. That's where we've gotten in society. But it needed to be noted that he is now the all-time pass catcher in NFL playoff history, surpassing my beloved Jerry Rice, who will always be my GOAT. But, man, when you when you take down a Jerry Rice record, it deserves to be recognized, talked about. And it's interesting to think about where he stacks in the hierarchy of all-time great playoff performers. Him and Mahomes, man, if they win the title, the conversation about dynamic duos, because I don't think— Now, that, definitely, that's what—that combination— Overall, was simply unstoppable. It's it's all time stuff already, yeah. and they're not done yet. That's what's crazy about it. Uh, coming up next, are people really arguing about this, or are we just making up the argument? Next on the fan, worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you. Ah, the YouTube comments, they're always so fun and full of love and support. We're arguing about uh, Denver Broncos Super Bowl conversations. Uh, We've got one listener who keeps just chiding me because 
Chauncey Billups, in his mind, is a good coach. This is only year one of the rebuild. I'd argue this is like year three. This is year three. Um, but sure, let's tell ourselves we gave it's a pass year one. For year one, there was a lot of things that didn't have anything to do with. I think you can make a good argument he shouldn't have been hired. He had four months of coaching experience in general and was given the job by his former agent, yeah. a five-year guaranteed contract, but different, that's a different, different conversation. conversation. Absolutely. As we um, are evaluating his coaching acumen. I, I don't first year I don't put any stock in that. Yeah, it's pretty I mean it's pretty simple. There's way more evidence he's not good than there is at all that he's good. Uh, I don't I I only hear from listeners when they win. When they lose yeah, like I five know. in a row, it goes real quiet. There's crickets. It's interesting how that works. Uh we will get to Brady Henderson at eight. Uh the commies or the Seahawks? What's the better job? People respond to this so quickly. If you 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 answered this pretty quickly too, and then we talked about it. And My it gut like instinct would it. be the Seahawks because uh, because I just there's so much. I mean, yeah, you make the point. Hey, you get to start from scratch in Washington. I'm not doing the segment right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was kind of teasing. Oh, sorry, that's okay. I got excited. I, hey, <laughs> who doesn't early in the morning? You know what I mean. When that happens, when that goes away, oh, you should be a little worried. Uh, we'll dive into it before we talk with Brady, and I want to do a check-in on this city. Um, I I listened to a couple things yesterday, and I, I just want to I want to be really honest and open about this. Is there really, like, a, a thing to yell about with Brock Purdy and Lamar Jackson? I, I, I This, I, I'm with you. I don't know. I'm why, almost why wondering. Why can't we just appreciate all of them? Well, but here's the thing, okay? I heard, and people saying this. And people saying that. And I, I listened to a, a little bit of a podcast that our Odyssey station has. That's a football podcast. And this guy's going off. And he's like, Lamar played bad. Why can't we just say it? Why? He played bad. And he goes on this big, long rant. And I just kept thinking the entire time, Swag. I kept thinking, who's saying he didn't? Yeah. Who's saying he played like, great? I've been as big a Lamar guy as maybe anybody on the station, maybe as big as anybody else on the station. He he played pretty poorly. Yeah. Wasn't playing to an MVP standard. The pass into triple coverage, even though I thought the contact was a little early, still an awful decision. You shouldn't be throwing that pass. Like, who is saying he's, he didn't? Now, different if you're assigning responsibility for the loss, okay, I mean, in part, it really doesn't matter. No, but they like, lost. who is legitimately but saying yesterday he yeah. didn't play poor? I think what we do is, uh, Dirt highlighted this before he went out, with Emmanuel Acho. Emmanuel Acho got caught like five weeks when the Ravens undressed the Niners. <laughs> Emmanuel Acho tweeted all of these things about Brock Purdy. Can't win. Can't lead the team. Ooh, looks like the pumpkin came out. Look what happened when he faced a real defense. And then fast forward to the Niners coming back and beating the Packers in the divisional round. And Emmanuel Acho, they said he couldn't win the game. It's like... No, you said he couldn't win the game. <laughs> yeah. And I've noticed that in this industry, what we do is we create the narrative that then we argue against where it's not even like a real thing. Brock Purdy being an MVP. Okay. You want to disagree on that? That's fine. That's discourse that I'm willing to have. But, like, outright claiming Brock Purdy couldn't do this and people still aren't giving him his flowers. I, I don't know, man. I, I think people acknowledge that he played pretty well in the second half. And yep. he's not the most amazing quarterback. He has physical limitations. But when you 
evaluate contract and value to him, he's over-exceeded all of it and actually given them a bit of an advantage. Lamar played badly. I haven't heard or know one person that's claimed the opposite. So, like, I'm almost asking, are we just arguing against ourselves because of a couple people on Twitter, or are we arguing about real things? Like, who in their right mind is legitimately saying... I think some of it is we're filling... We're filling time. But that's a wild thing to do because you don't need to do it. That's no. Of all the takeaways from conference championship weekend, it's not to go on a five-minute rant about, can't we just say Lamar play back? Yeah, you yeah, can. we did. We, we all we are. We moved on from that. They're not playing anymore. Nobody's giving Brock Purdy his flowers. I don't know. At one point, he was the league-leading MVP candidate, uh-huh. and he's in the Super Bowl. I think his flowers have been given to him. I'm just wondering how real these things are versus just kind of arguing with a wall. I don't know. Because everybody I know that's like a sports fan, yeah. Brock Purdy's, it's a good story. It's a great story. It's Mr. Irrelevant. He's overperforming what he is value-wise, and he's doing enough to help the team win when he needs to. Yeah. That's about as cut and dry as it needs to be. It doesn't need to be anything else, really. Right. The bigger question is for Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch – as when Brock Purdy's contract gets to the point where you have to decide, are we going to give him the big contract for the second contract starting quarterback in the NFL franchise guy? Mm -hmm. Or is the ceiling for Brock Purdy such that we think we could do better in some other fashion? But But that conversation's two years away. Uh, maybe a year or right. two. Maybe a, let's give it another. You know, another year, whatever. Okay, if that exists, but, but like, that's that's the converse. If you want to argue about stuff there, right? Yes, we all recognize he's not the biggest, strongest dude out there. When he struggles, his physical limitations absolutely yeah. show themselves. You go, well, this is what sucks about it. not having the biggest arm. He's right. like six one. He's listed at. He looks like he's five ten. Like. He looks tiny out there, right? So, yeah. So, in terms of long-term sustainability uh, sort of things with that 49er team, you know, if if you get to a point where, you know, okay, we have to move on from Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey, and we have to rely more on a quarterback to do more things for us, can he do them? Well, it, yeah, but that, even that convert, you're talking about, yeah, at least two years but if with you that are, situation. If you're in, if you're in the general manager's office, those are the com- those conversations are up there, not down with with Shanahan. We're trying to figure out how to win the next game. Yeah, but those conversations will involve Shanahan at some point. Yes, but but see, this is like Chris Canty at ESPN says. Now, if he wins this next game, we're gonna have that top five conversation. I, I and it's like I'm so done with top five. The, stuff. The, well, I am the ranking and the all time the goat. Like I saw, WEI I hate it in was basketball. Like, Who's I the hate goat it in baseball? What does Mahomes need to do to be the goat? I, it's I, like I, I don't care. Yeah, your list is different than my list, and your reasons are different than my reasons, and your reasons are not any better than my reasons are than you. I, I just I don't know. I I find the discourse on it uh, just. I just I don't know. It's it's just interesting to me that like we're we're not really arguing about it. We all kind of agree on this to a certain extent. He's playing well enough for them to keep winning. I yeah. and and you know what the interesting thing to me is 
I'm I'm almost wondering not to comp the career that he'll win this many or that many. He might not win any. They might lose to the Chiefs and never get back. Yeah. It's more interesting that if they win, does he kind of develop? Because what we do talk about is situations, right? Landing in the in the right spot is almost as vital as anything else for these guys, especially in those rounds. Yeah. If he wins and they run this back for the most part, well, does he kind of develop the Brady thing where he kind of outperforms what his measurements and physical limitations are because confidence is so important? Does he now, I'm Super Bowl winning Brock Purdy. I can make those throws, those game winning plays. The play of the game to me, there's a lot that you could point to, but I'll go back to it. He should have been sacked. He somehow spun out yeah. of it, rolled out, and hit use check on the sidelines. Yep. Like that is Mahomes, a Lamar, a Josh Allen play as you can have. And he's the last pick in the draft that somehow was able to do it in that moment. I don't know what his career is going to be. I find it more interesting. Does he become so confident in himself in the system, though, that eventually when you look at Brady's early numbers versus his late numbers, he just became a different player? He just did. Success breeds confidence. Confidence can breed overperforming in ways that you can't quite measure at the combine or on, you know, a notebook. I'm interested in that. It's not about the GOAT. It's just like, can he overperform measurements and scouting? Because Brady certainly did. And that I'm into. The whole, like, nobody's giving him his flowers. I, I don't know. I, I think they are. But stop listening to, like, national pundits who are just trying to piss you off every day to get you to watch the show. I think most level-headed people have context to the conversation. Uh, is Detroit over it yet? Where would you sit day two of the work week after your team loses the way they lost? That's next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And I uh, thought here, Swigard. At the Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. Your point of argument TV is baseless, is spot on, also has been true since it started in daytime 20 years ago. Somebody said, this is why the NFL moved its dates around. They want us talking about this all year long. No doubt about it. They've got us hooked. We, uh, They've got their teeth deep in our neck. 56 million people watch Lions Niners. 56 million? Yeah, you knew it was going to be a pretty big number with... The story of the Lions. I mean, I mean, it's the and it's the champion conference championship games anyway. But yeah, when well, here's somebody says for some reason and this, the Niners have a huge following. So well, also the Lions became America's team. Cowboys lost the title this year. It's over. They're done. Win a playoff game and then get back to us. 
uh, the Lions were the story this year. So I think, yeah, Niners have a big following. Lions, like this lovable, uh, kind of forgotten about loser, and they finally broke through and they did it. And their coach is interesting and fun, and it's just a good story. Some people say, uh, another thought at the Vancouver Four Text Line, for some reason this Alan Jackson thing has started. You know, people arguing back and forth, and it's like, this is kind of what I was hitting at yesterday, and I'll just carry this over here. Whether it's Brock Purdy or Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen, you cannot name me a quarterback that is overcoming certain circumstances and winning at winning it all. I mean, even Mahomes. I love me Mahomes. I do. I'm terrified of him. My team's going against him again. If he doesn't have an elite stout defense this year, what's Kansas City? When his offensive line is not fully healthy in the Super Bowl, what's happening? Like, even Mahomes needs a certain, he needs certain things to go his way to win at this elite level. I just, I think a lot of the quarterback rhetoric is dumb. First of all, nobody can evaluate the position. No, and I think the hardest thing to evaluate is the the mental makeup, their ability to focus, lock in, process. I don't I don't know I don't know what the best metrics are to evaluate that. They don't have the me- if they had the metric swag they wouldn't miss as much as they do at the spot. I mean it what metric told anybody including the Niners by the way who bypassed them multiple times that Brock Purdy was the pick. He was the last pick in the draft. There there wasn't a measurement for him. Now is he Mahomes? I mean, that that's where it gets ridiculous. It's like, of course not. We all know that. Almost nobody is. Lamar, he's amazing. Guess what? He played poorly. I'd still take Lamar tomorrow. If my team needed a quarterback, I'd still sign up for Lamar Jackson. Josh Allen hasn't gone to the Super Bowl. Okay, and I'd still take Josh Allen. It just It's kind of stupid rhetoric. It's an ever-evolving cycle of like, here's the top five now. Here's the new, like Aaron Rodgers, highly regarded, skill set wise, as as good as any quarterback that's existed. He won it once. That's just, I, we all know how tough it is to win. We all know what it takes. You need line play, you need skill guys that are right, you need the coach, you need the play calling. Defense matters. We all know it. And then when the team loses and the quarterback doesn't succeed, Somehow it becomes debate fodder. I just, I don't know how that happened. I When that happened, how that happened, there are X amount of guys in the NFL that we all know that if our team was needing that position, we would take them. Hell, I, I'd make an argument that like a couple teams and a couple fan bases probably told themselves, yeah, man, if Jared Goff was ever on the market and my team had no quarterback, like you would take it. Because you might not think Jared Goff is the best quarterback, but you know Jared Goff's good enough to get you in the conversation. He's good enough to get you to a Final Four, to a Super Bowl. Like we've we know this. This is known data. So I just I I think sometimes, and I'm you know talking about people in my position here of like media and sports talk. I feel like we just kind of generate argument that doesn't exist. It's not real. You can think Lamar is not as good as. Fill in the blank two, three other quarterbacks. If you want, that's okay. 
you'd take Lamar tomorrow if your team needed a quarterback. Yeah. Atlanta is learning the hard way. Atlanta kind of is the symbol of this. Atlanta with Lamar this year is a playoff team. I know that. I know that for a fact. They're hosting a playoff game. How do I know that? Their division sucked. And they were in it until the last week of the season, and then Tampa ultimately got it, won their wild card game, got to the divisional round. But they posted out loud, nah, we're not interested. Okay, cool. Good luck with Desmond Ritter. So I, I just I, I think most of it the fodder, it's just it's just kind of noise that nobody really subscribes to, but we somehow kind of participate in from time to time. Yeah, that's the piece where I try to back away. I'm more interested in watching live sporting. People make fun of me sometimes because I'm watching the Australian Open at 3 in the morning or whatever. It's a I would it's much, sicko behavior, though. Let's be honest. But I would much rather watch a live sporting event sure. than get caught up in the the mindless the rankings the goats yeah, I, the top no, this the let top me appreciate that appreciate something yeah. and then and you never know what you're going to get sometimes it's a dud i thought i thought the afc title game was more of a dud than most people and i couldn't disagree with you more i thought it was a interesting chess match of defense and execution needed offensively yeah but cuz baltimore struggled the entire way the city struck in the first half yeah and they had to hold on to their butts in the second half, and they were able to do it because their defense traveled well, and they yeah. showed up and got pressure. Yep. They made him hold on to the ball. They cut off running lane. Like, he didn't run as much. He could have – that guy – man, they want that guy to go get 150 yards on the ground with his legs. He's that oh, kind yeah. of athlete, and they kind of boxed him in, made him hold it, second-guess decisions, and he ended up kind of cracking at the end by throwing in a triple coverage. Yep. That was good execution by Kansas City. Uh, it's funny because these list things happen. I remember hearing last year from people, uh, in, again, social media, it's not representative of everybody, but like Jalen Hurts over Lamar. Like, okay, he, he had a great year. I don't know how we're doing this. We're just, are we going year to year with it? Are we going game to game, week to week? I don't know. I find the whole, how can we care to say Lamar was bad? Everybody and their mom. We do. Said he was bad. Now, he didn't get any help from his offensive line. <laughs> well, I mean, he wasn't the only reason they yeah, lost. That's certainly, lost, I mean. He wasn't good. Boneheaded penalties yeah. and poor execution and coughing up the football at the goal line when they should have scored a touchdown to cut that deficit. You know, all that stuff, that matters quite a bit in the game of football. Um, what job's better? Is it the Commies or the Seahawks? Next on The Fan. All right, Brady Henderson, ESPN, joining us at the top of the hour. We'll get to the mail sack at 8.15, so get those mail sack questions in. You can be at the YouTube comment section or the Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, what's the better job? You got into this earlier. I was trying to tease it, and you kind of dove yeah, in. Yeah, I dove right in. It's okay. You're antsy and you're pantsy. I get it. Uh, commies or Seahawks? I put this up as a poll question at Dirt and Sprague. Immediate response was Seahawks, 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 My Seahawks. gut told me Seahawks, and I think it's because at least I understand John Schneider is there. There's some infrastructure. There are some parts and pieces there. Washington is in a complete start-over rebuild, and there's just so many unknowns. I think it's different. There's not unknowns in Seattle? There are unknowns, but no, I don't think as many. Okay, can I throw and, one at you? Yeah. Uh, I'll ask Brady the same question. I know he covers the Seahawks, but I think he'll give us an impartial answer. Yeah. 
uh, and it might be Seattle. That might be the right answer here. Isn't an unknown at the quarterback position because of Geno's contract, the age, the future? Like, I don't, I know you can get to the playoffs with Geno, but if that at doesn't go have, well, what are you at doing? At least I know I have, assuming his health is all sure. good and that I have a foundation to start with that can win ball games. Versus bringing in a rookie quarterback, Versus bringing and in a brand regime. new rookie, even mm-hmm. though he'll be, you know, in theory highly touted and plenty of, but I, it's, and I think that's the difference in, especially because it looks like it's going to be a first time head coach, would be my guess. Is, it's Mike but, McDonald or Ben Johnson are right. the two names for the two jobs. And so if I am a first time head coach, to have you're Ben Johnson, you'd rather have Geno Smith for a couple years and then figure that out, or versus I think drafting so. the guy you like. Uh, well, where, where do the Seahawks pick? Uh, I don't I have know. it up here. I don't know if you try to trade up. I mean, maybe, but I would. One, I think if I did trade up and draft a guy or something like that, uh, Geno, he may not like it, but I think he's professional enough and mature enough to deal with it. And still go out there and and do what he needs to do. I think if we've seen anything in recent times, i.e., Jordan Love and Patrick Mahomes, it's not the worst thing in the world to take a highly touted, skilled potential of a quarterback and have a mentor and not foist them with the weight of the world on their shoulders in day one. So this is the thing about it. Getting those quarterbacks at the top is incredibly difficult because we don't know. Again, they don't know what they're doing in that league to identify the quarterback. Right. Seahawks are 16. That's kind of in that spot of a Knicks, Penix type player who's not going to be picked quickly but might be willing to say, we like you. We don't care about your age. Come learn for a year or two. And then we see what you are. Yeah. So you'd rather do that than get the second pick, have your choice after Caleb Williams, assuming Chicago makes that pick. Washington has brand new ownership that's all in, established success record as an ownership group. Uh, Did say he was going to rebrand, so I think eventually they'll stop being the commies and probably be something that makes more sense. A desperate city that's craving football to be good. Somebody was like, when was the last time in my – somebody was like, I'm 40. When, when, When were they relevant? I mean, the 80s, they won. If I, 80s if, and the early 90s, they won yeah. three Super Bowls. If I was an established NFL head coach, I had a success record somewhere else, a track record, and I don't have to worry about establishing myself. Great situation. So you'd, okay, so let me just. If I'm a first time head yeah. coach, because if you go in there and all the pressure is then on you, it is in Seattle too. You're replacing Pete Carroll. I would argue it's bigger. Pete Carroll won a Super Bowl, became. Accustomed to winning the division or coming close to winning the See, division? I don't think so. I think the pressure's going to be on Snyder and whoever people think are making the calls, Burt Cold, Jody Out, whoever up the food chain, that you got rid of Pete Carroll for this. I think the pressure's on the front office but the, at that the, point. the owner's not going to fire themselves, and we well, don't know I understand if she's going to sell it. But I think I think there's more support and infrastructure going into Seattle. Jim Moore replaced Mike Holmgren was fired after like one year. When you suck after replacing a good coach, I don't know if that's a easy breezy, no pressure on me situation. DC sucks. They're terrible and they're bad. They've they've been irrelevant since yeah. what? 1996, 7? 
four, three. I just I feel like I got more support, more things to work with right out of the shoot in Seattle than I would at Washington. I got to start from scratch. Fast. Look, you and might if, be right. And if I am a yeah. very first time head coach, you'd rather go into a culture. I'd rather have some things that I can lean on and and go to for some advice, some sage advice. Because Carol might be looming around you. We know Schneider has the pedigree for championship yeah. building. But D.C. is like as clean a slate as you could possibly ask for. And if I already knew what I was doing and I had done it somewhere one time before, I say roll up my sleeves. It's like, yeah. Well, none of these guys have done we, that. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think Seattle's more attractive at that position. Really? If it was, if I was a different head coaching candidate, hmm. um, then okay. I think Washington might be more appealing where I can. I've learned my lessons from other places. I can go in and say, nope, this is how we put it back together. I don't know that a first-year head coach has a full appreciation for that yet. Maybe he's wrong. Maybe he saw what Dan Campbell did, and he's got the blueprint and yeah, yeah. can and can do it. You're getting the Baltimore-Detroit culture things yeah. coming to your team. I think that's where I kind of push back but a little bit. But I think bit. I feel like I got a little bit more to lean on in Seattle out of the shoot hmm. than I would in Washington. Okay. All right. Also, a, lo- a lot more pressure if you're bringing Geno back and all those, you know, some of his weapons and, you know, young defensive guys, Reek Woolen, Witherspoon, et cetera. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a, I, a subjective thing, but I'm just always curious how people view it. What does Brady Henderson think? We get his thoughts. Seahawks are looking for a coach. Brady Henderson of ESPN joins us to kick off our number three, Dirt and Sprague on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.